And welcome into a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, farmer sentiment changed very little in December compared to the preceding month. The Purdue University CME Group Ag Economy Barometer recorded a reading of 114, just one point lower than a month earlier. Both sub-indices of the barometer, the index of current conditions, and the index of future expectations also fell one point below their respective November readings. The current conditions index for December was 112, while the future expectations index was 115. All three indices were weaker than in December 2022, with the barometer falling 10% below a year earlier. Now, farmers still pointed to input costs at year-end as their top concern for the year ahead, but the percentage of farmers choosing the risk of lower crop and or livestock prices rose from just 16% in January to 26% in December. Inflation expectations among farmers moderated during 2023 compared to a year earlier. Far fewer producers expect inflation to exceed 6% in the new year, and a large majority look for inflation to average less than 4% in 2024. Well, the Department of Agriculture is going to reconvene the national public hearing to consider proposals seeking to amend the uniform pricing formulas applicable in all 11 federal milk marketing orders. The process will restart January 16th, lasting through the 19th, and will reconvene again on the 29th if needed. Now, the hearing began last August, and it's being held in Carmel, Indiana. Copies of the notice to reconvene, guidelines for participating, and exhibits entered during the hearing are available on the National Federal Milk Marketing Order Pricing Formula Hearing webpage. That can be found by going to ams.usda.gov. Now, proponents contend that the uniform FMMO pricing formula should be amended as significant changes in the dairy industry and milk marketing have occurred since their adoption in the early 2000s. 40 proposals were submitted by stakeholders for consideration of those 21 directly impacted the uniform pricing formulas and are being considered at the hearing. Now, dairy producers may testify in person at any time during the hearing. So again, USDA going to reconvene the FMMO hearings January 16th. The process will restart and it will last through the 19th and then reconvene again on the 29th of this month if necessary. Well, the waters of the U.S. rule rewrite topped the list of agricultural issues for the National Agricultural Law Center in 2023. While WOTUS was the top issue for the year, California's Proposition 12 came in second, with a one-year Farm Bill extension third. The organization listed EPA's rollout of the Endangered Species Protection Program and the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act fourth. Other top issues include the Arkansas foreign ownership of land restrictions, competition in the livestock sector, and water use from the Colorado River. Now, right to repair gained traction as farmers continue to advocate for the right to access manufacturer-controlled tools and information. And the list rounds out with the growth in the industrial hemp sector and civil litigation over pesticides such as glyphosate exposure. Now, the organization, the National Agricultural Law Center, expects corporate transparency rules requiring disclosure of ownership interests in companies, proposed H-2A changes, and a myriad of issues before the Supreme Court as ones to watch for 2024. Well, the White House's climate agenda has hit some turbulence amid record U.S. oil production and pushback from some in agriculture. You won't hear the president boast about it, the Washington Post reports. 
but the U.S. is producing more than 13 million barrels of oil a day, a record even as his climate spending soars. But gas prices have eased, key to Biden's re-election chances with oil project approvals in Alaska and West Virginia as Biden tries to walk a political tightrope between consumers and environmentalists. Meantime, Republicans like Doug LaMalfa of California's rural 1st District are pushing back on the president's climate agenda. And planting crops and transporting anything. If you got it, a truck brought it. It's probably a diesel-powered truck. As you see, uh, so many efforts, failed efforts of electrifying vehicles, cars, trucks, etc. Oh, there's a few out there getting around, yes, but not on a dependable basis to keep our supply chain going. And after COP28 in Dubai... You have elites over at conferences like this saying, we need to cut back on meat, we need to cut out agriculture. They want to cut, want us to cut 30% of our agriculture. Well, there's already a food shortage in much of the world, and even in some of our urban areas in this country, as we call them, food deserts. You want to depend on it coming from somewhere else? That works really great. Wait till they have a food embargo like the, the fuel embargoes we had in the 70s. And while agriculture has embraced some of Biden's climate agenda like conservation spending and carbon credits, LaMalfa and others argue it's gone too far. So it's about time we put aside this nonsense of getting to some kind of zero output of uh, carbon by 2035 or 2050 or whatever nice round number that they dream up as a goal, like my, in my home state of California. LaMalfa argues the U.S. and Europe have already cut carbon emissions 10 to 15 percent, while China, India, and others have done little. Well, speaking of gas prices, they began the new year declining after a late year increase during the holiday season. Gas Buddy reports the nation's average gasoline price reverted, falling 1.6 cents from a week ago to 3.06 per gallon. The national average is down 17.3 cents from a month ago and 12.6 cents per gallon lower than a year ago. The national average diesel price fell 4.5 cents last week and stands at 3.96 per gallon, 71 cents lower than one year ago. Now, Gas Buddies Patrick DeHaan says, quote, The good news continues for average diesel prices, which slipped below $4 per gallon again and stand at their lowest level since the summer, end quote. Well, John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing, says there are a few key things to watch for in the new year in the markets. The first is money flow. He says funds continue to sell the agriculture sector at a rate that's raising eyebrows. You know, a big part of the agricultural prices and how things move in terms of price is the, is the way the money moves in the investment accounts of, of managed money positions and things of that nature. And, and that's something that's really been kind of coming into play here, I think, in terms of the put pressure in the agriculture sector as the money has been aggressively been selling the ag space overall, not just the grains, the livestock sector as well, as well as some of the softs uh, that are out there. And we're seeing the fund position continue to grow in this, in fact, and now we're at their shortest they've been in the ag sector in about three and a half years in terms of their actual money flow. Heinberg says that action is tied to a couple of different factors. First off, in the green sector, corn had a rough year. We're down about 30% year over year in the value of the corn price. A lot of that is also tied to the large supply picture that we're seeing here in the U.S. that's projected. We'll see how things go as we go forward. The concerns regarding demand, big factor in that as well as the funds have pushed that corn market fairly aggressively. About 170,000, 180,000 short contracts last week. It's the largest position since realistically the COVID low uh, back in 2020. 
2020, and right now there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of put, need to get out of there. Another big factor, the anti-inflation mindset. We've seen inflation calm down, the action of the Fed, the loosening of the U.S. dollar. Those things all kind of come into play, and those are things that are anti in terms of commodity price at this time frame, and the money seems to be still staying on that path. And Heinberg says predicting how long these positions may stay requires a crystal ball. That's John Heinberg from Total Farm Marketing. We're out of time on this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you and yours a great rest of your day.